You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family. Welcome to the podcast. I'm glad that you tuned in. Today, Jeremy Stroh is joining me on the podcast. So let me go ahead and welcome Stroh. Welcome, Jeremy. Hey, buddy. Hey, man, you are no stranger to the podcast. You're no stranger to the church family. You've you've been a part of Carterville for basically 20 years uh, as a member. I remember when you brought your uh, when you brought your gifts here to make disciples as a college student, plugged into college ministry, plugged into youth ministry. Um, you just were serving and loving Jesus. We you came on board as a as an intern in student ministry for a season. Uh, and then essentially, when I was student minister, you and you and Chase were interns, and and you were over mostly high school, and Chase was in mostly middle school, and you guys were eventually became middle school and high school pastors. You know when mm-hmm. I when I left, and you've you've been on church staff for over fifteen years. You've been a part of the church for right at twenty years. You're not a stranger to any of us. But as we explore in this podcast, uh, the personnel committee's recommendation to reallocate our roles as a staff, one of the big pieces is college ministry. And I want to use this podcast to talk with you a little bit about that. So on the other side of the church vote, if things go as we think they will, then you're going to be our college and missions pastor. We talked about missions in a podcast already, but I would like to devote this podcast episode to college. So are you ready to talk about college ministry a little bit? I'm ready. So let me just start this way. Right. As a pastor, I can tell a tremendous difference the Sunday that college students return to campus. When kids are back at Southern Miss, back at William Carey, um, but it, and it, I can feel in the sanctuary. You know, you look around and you see all the faces, and the sanctuary is full of so much energy, so much potential. I mean, I was I was blessed this summer to open you know USM's mission catalog and see summer missionaries you know that that went to church with us to see mm-hmm. William Carey summer missionaries went to church with us. Yeah. Um, you know, I was with you a couple of weeks ago when you took a meal to JCJC and yeah. just to be able to engage. Anyway, I, I can tell the difference as a pastor when we have college kids in the room. And one of the big changes, in my opinion, in the last five years, maybe maybe last five to ten years, is the number of college kids who are who are attending Carterville right now on Wednesday nights, on Sunday mornings, who are part of a part of the ministry here. It's totally different than twenty years ago. Um, so when I was when I was youth in college, right, that was that was my role twenty years ago when I came. Um, you know, we had a handful of college students that would gather for a Bible study, you know, and volunteer some in youth ministry with me. But when I look up right now, it's not a handful. I mean, it's it's a truckload. Like we got great and and the stories. Like for me, I'm inspired by their faith, by their energy. Like the, some of the college students that we have serving are just phenomenal people. Anyway, I see that as one of the tremendous things that God has done in the last five to 10 years is he's brought so many college students. And I just thought it'd be awesome to use this podcast episode to talk about college ministry. So if you will, just kind of kick us off. Give us a snapshot of what college ministry at Carterville is like right now. Maybe some of our listeners might not be in Sunday school or in Wednesday night environments. Maybe they do look up on Sunday mornings and see college students. They see college students joining the church, being baptized. They see them out there in worship. 
but but they don't know the full story. So give us a snapshot of college ministry. Sounds great, man. So we pour into college students and young adults on Sunday mornings. Uh, we have breakfast around 9 to 9.20 or so over in the chapel. And then we have four groups that meet right after that for Bible study, small groups. Uh, those are led by some, actually, young adults, couples who have grown up in our college ministry and been interns. And then, So the Sagers, the Greers, Lance Hall is doing a great job leading his crew, and then Robin and I lead one group. And so we have four groups. Usually we have between 30 and 40 college students on a Sunday morning who are poured into there. Uh, probably... Two-thirds of those are from Cary, uh, and then a third are from like USM or Jones PRC, something like that. Or some of them are like career and um, and just kind of growing and They're already in, already in yeah. the workforce. You know, they went out of high school, went to the workforce, and part of our church family. Yeah, yeah. so that's what Sunday mornings look like. And then, of course, they join us for church and for worship, and we, we enjoy being together. On Wednesday nights, they meet up at 7.30 after campus is finished up. They've gotten a chance to meet with them, meet with study groups. Uh, late night lab stuff like that. So we meet here at seven thirty for a meal. Man, our church Sunday school classes. A lot of those groups help by sponsoring one of those meals. You're cooking for about fifty people. We have some good recipes, and so if somebody wants to jump in, it's a cool opportunity to serve that college crew. But they eat together at seven thirty, seven forty five. They jump into small groups where they study scripture together. Um, they're going to read a passage. They're going to walk through it together in groups of anywhere from. I'd say four or five up to 10 or 12 uh, around tables. And yeah, usually those groups are around 40 or 50, uh, depending on the week and, and where we are during the during the year. But, uh, so they dig in together into their meal, into the Word. And then we come back when we're done with that for a little bit of a recap and um, question and answer time. We sing a few songs together, and then we fellowship and play together, whether it's... Um, you know, trying to get out to the Y to play basketball if there's somebody there who can unlock and open up for us, or volleyball, uh, or playing here on campus, ping pong, uh, spike ball, stuff like that. But we spend time together just enjoying community. And so that's Sunday and Wednesday. Those are pretty consistent. And then we have some adults who mentor some of our students who have, like, I'm thinking of the Wedgworths who had like a huge group of college students over Sunday for lunch. Love it. Um, yeah, I know. I know. I remember Bill saying, "Hey, Ben, I've got to go. I've got college students coming over." And I thought, "Well, good for you." Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so we get a lot of them. My mom pours into one of our one of our college girls. They try to meet trying to meet once a week or so. There are different folks in the church who enjoy that. I've had after our sermon had a couple uh, other folks reach out and say, "Stro, if I can mentor a college student, you let me know. I'm ready." And so excited about getting those off the ground. Uh, we partner with BSU's on campus to serve meals when they serve meals to do devotions when they ask us to do devotions or Bible studies. And then um, we have discipleship groups, like walk groups is what we call them, and they just work through a curriculum together that are led by other groups. So that's some of what that looks like. We take two trips a year, generally speaking. Um, our, our Sabbath beach trip, which is about rest, reflection, kind of centering our minds and hearts at the end of the, the year to get ready for summer and what's coming next in the next year. How did we do with the year? So we um, spend that at a beach house in Gulf Shores together and um, really develop relationships and have a chance to kind of breathe and be with the Lord. And then dear, in the, around January, we do an apologetics conference. Sometimes that's in New Orleans. And then um, whenever we couldn't do that with New Orleans, uh, we did it here. Uh, we had yeah, Dr. Dew. Yeah, that blew me away, by the way. Yeah, it's like funny. I, you know, I, I didn't attend the whole conference, but I thought that was phenomenal. Like I attended enough to watch some of the sessions and you let me present a session and just Great students, great environment. I thought it was amazing. That was a great idea, the apologetics conference. It was fun. It was just, so the goal there is to look at hard questions that we have about our faith, uh, about sharing our faith, 
and for our college students, uh, helping them work out a worldview that's faithful to Scripture, faithful to the Lord, and that can be shared with others. So there you go. You know, one of the things that was neat for me recently is I was thinking about the college students that, you know, that, that found Carterville as a college home. Like, it's amazing to me to stop and think about how many of our young families that are faithful serving Jesus at Carterville right now you know, came while they were in college yeah. and have stayed around. I mean, I, I can think of I can think of some solid, solid families yeah. that are making a big difference that came here during those college years yeah. and now they're raising their kids, you know, they got married here, they're, you know, making a huge impact in the school district and in, you know, local careers and in our church family and it's just awesome to me, man. I'm excited pretty about cool. it. Yeah, it is pretty cool. So Stro, let me ask you this. What are some of the opportunities that you're looking forward to in college ministry, like in the in the days and the weeks ahead? Yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to having a few more opportunities to see adults and the whole church kind of come together um, with some of our college students. So. Um, Talk to our college team. Um, one of the things that we really want to do a good job of, we've talked about what it looks like to adopt co- like college students. We've done this before. So doing a better job with some of our our whole church kind of being together. And so keep working on that. Some of the other things we want to do, we want to do a better job preparing some of our juniors and seniors in high school, especially those who are staying around, um, to, to kind of begin to merge into our college group in a way that's healthy so they feel comfortable so that their church is still their church. You know, it's easy sometimes. This is one of the biggest struggles to look up as a college student when there's a, so much transition happening. Uh, you start at USM and maybe you join a fraternity or a sorority. You're getting on campus. You've got a roommate and you get settled in and you look up and um, a lot of new relationships there. Then you come to church on a Sunday and you go, oh goodness, these 40 college people are also new. Yeah. Are all new, and this is my church. Like I go here, ooh, and and so some students get connected with their sorority fraternity, with their roommate, and they go to church together at Venture or First Order, and that's fine. I love that. I love that they've got community and they're taken care of. Um, but for those who look up and go, I want, I want to be a part of Carterville, but I feel like a stranger. Um, like these are a lot of new. Helping them go. Helping them build and, and walk into these new relationships is, is really important to me. I want them to be able to look up and go, no, these are going to be my people. And um, how we do that is real important. Yeah, so. man, that, that's a huge part of my heartbeat is just like I love our, I love our church family. Yeah. I guess this is some of the nostalgia, right, of being, of being here for 20 years, and uh, which, which you're, you're there too. But just to look up and to say, you know, so many of our college students, I mean, I remember when they were, some of them I remember when they were born. Yeah. You know, I remember when they were baptized. I remember when they were kids. I remember taking them to children's camp. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just so much of my heartbeat is, and I would love to see them, you know, identity formation through car, through college years here, serving here. Mm-hmm. And that may not be, you know, God may send them off to Startville. God may send them off to, you know, to Atlanta, to the other side of the world. And that mm-hmm. is totally God's business. Sure. You know, but man, for the ones that the Lord would allow to, to be the next generation, the next generation, and the next generation— of disciple makers, you know, on the pews and in the city streets here. And that would be, that, that just, that fires me up. That kind of excites me. So, well, Stro, man, I appreciate it. How can we be praying for you and for our college students over the next couple of weeks? So it's October. I guess a lot of them are looking at the end of the semester right around the corner. How can we, we be praying right now for college students? Yeah, I'd be praying for them as they walk through life and make big life decisions. Where does God want me? Where does I mean, what degree am I supposed to have? How's God going to use me? How's He going to use my schooling? Um, honestly, for for them, they're at a lot of big transition places with big questions, 
And we want them to wrestle through those questions with the Lord instead of trying to wrestle them through with common sense and kind of a worldly approach. We want them to submit them to the Lord and say, God, how do you want to use this? How can I worship you? What's the next step? Where do we want to walk together? Right on. Hey, I want to wrap up with, with a, I think, a praise and a compliment, you know, and that is one of the things that impresses me about our college students, you know, for the last handful of years, and this has really been true for 20 years. You know, I mean, I see college students who have turned around and been disciple makers at Carterville, you know, for every, every year that I've ever been here. But to look up right now and see how many college students are trying intentionally to make a difference for Jesus just blesses my socks off. You know, I think about Kelly Napier and Sarah Wedgeworth. I think about so many of our students who are going on summer missions, like literally open up that booklet and looking at all the college kids that I recognized and said, wow, it just blessed me to see how many college college kids were serving on, on summer missions. Through our intern program, like just to see how many college students have served here mm-hmm. and been discipled here uh, in, in the internships and now are serving churches. I think about Ryan Etheridge, mm-hmm. who is now leading worship on Wednesday nights at First Baptist Jackson. I think about Taylor Linderman, who's pastoring mm-hmm. down in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about so many others. I look at Landon Adams, who is the BSU director over at William Carey. I look at so many people that have been interns and who have served here and are serving in other churches now. It's just been so much good discipleship, so much good kingdom impact. I mean that that's exciting, yeah. and I'm I'm thankful to put a focus on that and to be able to steward that well. So thanks for sharing uh, some of your heartbeat about what God's up to, what He's done, what you've seen, and what you hope to see. I really appreciate that you made time for this podcast. Yeah, man, I enjoyed it. 